This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 65 of the Wisdom by Oisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Dinell. I'm Casey Wilbanks-Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguilar. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. All of the WISA trade shows have moved from Denver to Dallas, and now the administrative office has also moved. Sophia is here to tell us where we can find the WISA staff now. So, yes, the WESA staff relocated from Denver to Thornton, which isn't too far from the old location, as people familiar with Colorado might know. The new address has been updated on social media and Google and our website and pretty much everywhere else. So starting today, you can find us at the new office location on North Washington in Thornton, Colorado. Why did the administrative offices move? And also, can you tell us why the move wasn't to Dallas? Yes. So we moved because the Denver Mart has closed, which is where our office was at previously. So we quickly had to pack up and find a new location, but we're happy with the new spot now in Thornton. And WESA is a Colorado association, which means that our headquarters or the staff office will always remain in Colorado. But we do also have an on-site office at the DMC. But of course, we're only there during the sort of on-site um time during the trade show prep. So I do want to recap that the WESA trade shows are held in Dallas, Texas, and the WESA staff works from Thornton, Colorado. Circle Y began producing saddles more than 60 years ago in Yoakum, Texas, and still does today. The company's proud of its history, its reputation for saddle design, and in the craftsmanship that its staff devotes to every saddle it produces. Jill Holeman from the brand that joins us today. Jill, thank you so much for joining us on the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Thank you for having me. And we understand you are also a brand new board member of Wisa, so you're very familiar with the organization that allows us to do this podcast. Well, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> but equally, maybe more important, you know a lot about Circle Y Saddles and the 60 years that they've been in the business and where the company is going. I'm just going to ask you to kind of, if you will, for those uh, retailers or consumers uh, or other brands who don't know the history of Yoakum, uh, to give us a, a fast update on 60 years ago to today. Okay. Well, like you said, in 1960, Circle Y was started in a little town in Yoakum, Texas. Uh, it's south of San Antonio, almost to Corpus, kind of in between the two. Um, in 2003, Mr. Steve Tucker uh, had been building a bunch of trail saddles of his own, known as Tucker Saddlery. He purchased Circle Y, and it grew from there. It was already going pretty strong, and he merged it with his company, Tucker Saddlery, uh, which is pretty much known as the Cadillac of trail saddles in the industry. Lots of high-tech 
lots of feature comforts comforts for the the rider and the horse um, as far as gel and gel in the bars, gel in the seat, floating seats, all of that. And then in 2011, he purchased Rainsman Bits and Pads Company, which had been around for 20-something years, uh, was struggling a little bit. And so he scooped it up to save it and keep it in the industry. And um, then in 2020, uh, he purchased a supplement company called Mariston, which is a joint supplement for horses, dogs, and cats, and people. So we're reintroducing that. Um, coming up with some clever stuff. And now as of today, we are having a phenomenal year as along with a lot of the people in the industry right now with COVID, anything to do with being outside. So, And so are all of the products, at least the Yoakum, or all the, I'm, I'm sure maybe the supplements not, but what all is made in Yoakum still? So in Yoakum, we make all of our saddles. We make probably... 85 to 90% of our bits. Uh, we make 80 to 95% of our pads and probably 80 to 90% of our tack, all in Yoakum. The Mariston supplement is made in Memphis, Tennessee. The plant was there already. He just bought everything and moved it to a new plant that we own. We do import a few products, a few bits, some of our endorsey bits because of the way the silver on them and all of that. Just to be cost prohibitive, we import the cheeks, but put the mouthpieces in, and then some of them we import the whole thing to keep the price down. Okay, well, that's great. Now, one of the things that I think is always interesting, especially in your line of business, is the relationship that gets built, in this case, over 60 years uh, uh, in the distribution channel with who's carrying uh, the products. I presume, obviously, tax, tax shops are one of the major distribution channels for you and large uh, large brick-and-mortar retailers. But what's the rest of the distribution look like for Circle Y? We're in several and growing into several more of the big, large chain stores, um, the tractor supplies, the big R's, um, Intermountain Farmers, Coastals, those big multiple location stores. We're gaining a lot of ground in those because of our product line is so heavy and so so deep that we can cover a lot of their needs and not be so cookie cutter. We have over 350 bits and I can build a top 20 bits and they're not be the same in Big R that's in Coastal and they'd be within a few hundred miles. So the customer can go to each store and still be buying our products and it'd be individual enough. Um, and then we do a lot of business internationally. Tell me more about that. So we have stores in Brazil, Italy, Germany, surprisingly enough, downtown in uh, China, in the big cities in China. And we do a lot of business. We do expos over there where they'll, the stores will have, you know, go to an expo like they do here. And um, we set up with the, through them. We don't physically go over there. And they set up booths and sell to the public. Uh, we have stores in Australia, India, all over the place. That's a long way from Yoakum, Texas, where the company got it started. Sure is. One yes. of the things that, and I looked through the website, and Casey, jump in here uh, as you can, but I mean, your company, your marketing approach, if you will, is pretty deep in terms of, I've watched videos on uh, on describing it, you use video, you use a lot of different things, not only 
to market the style and the comfort and the craftsmanship, and I understand those all those all relate. But there's a lot of information about uh, saddles and horses uh, in the marketing materials, both online uh, that you uh, that you use, and I'm assuming that has a purpose in terms of helping move product through retail. It absolutely does. We do a lot of uh, YouTube videos that the stores have access to. I have several stores that run trading videos for the public on fit knowledge, saddle fitting, pad information on loops on TVs in their stores. The Mariston would be another good one for them to do because of the knowledge it would give to the consumer standing in the store. With the high rate of turnover that a lot of these stores have and companies have, especially when you get into the bigger ones, I may go into one and then when I go back a month later, it's a totally different person in the department. So when you have the option of these training videos, the Facebook blasts and all of the social media that we use, our website, and then having our endorsees out there that are pushing our products, it just keeps our name in the forefront and keeps people educated on what they're looking for, what they need, and lets them know that we have it. You know, you mentioned something that I had thought about as an example. Um, If you were in a store and met a uh, a salesman, first time he'd been selling in that store, maybe the first time he'd been selling a lot of Western things. And you could point out two or three things that you really wanted him to appreciate and know about Circle Y. What would they be? So we have over 350 bits that we offer and different mouthpieces. So I like to just go through the the catalog in front of them and kind of teach them the different basic bits, the stages that our bits come in. So you have the stage A, which would be your ring bits, your D bits, kind of the kindergarten bits for the horses. Then from there, the B, which would be your your entry level, adding a little bit more pressure, a little more collection on a horse, all the way up into E. And I explain those stages to them so they have the training tools to If they don't know, you can wing it with a customer that if they're using a a stage A bit and they want to go to the next stage, that you would show them anything with a B. So I just talk over all of that with those newbies and kind of get to know them, make sure that they know that they can call me if they have any questions or to call our 1-800 number because I never want them to feel scared to approach a customer because they don't know or they don't have any tools. I can appreciate that would be the case. Casey, I know you're waiting there in your truck to join the conversation. You spend more time on horseback than I do. Uh, jump in here a little bit and talk about this from the uh, the horseman's or horsewoman's perspective. Absolutely. And I'd love to talk more about the saddle specifically. Um, I think exactly what you were just explaining about educating um, your retailers is so very important because I really don't feel like any of us, no matter how long we've done it or been a part, of whether the Western world or your side of it or competing side of it, that we can ever learn enough. There's always something new and to, you know, have the continued education is so important. So specifically speaking about your saddles, I would just like you to kind of talk about your pride and your craftsmanship, um, maybe the durability. I'd love to hear specifically about your trees. Um, Just what makes your saddles so valuable in your mind and when you're explaining this to your retailers. Okay. Um, well, let's start with trees. So 
after 2003, when Steve Tucker purchased Circle Y, um, I'm not sure of the exact year, but right in there, he purchased a tree manufacturing company called Precision. We purchased them, and then in 2000, roughly 13, they burned to the ground completely. Whoa. So wow. it caused us to, it was actually, I like to say, a blessing in disguise, because for one, it got rid of the old and the old way of doing things. And Steve Tucker is such an innovator that it allowed him to take it to the next level. So he he purchased CNC machines, 3D printers, lasers, all this stuff to, to cut out our trees to make them very precise, hence the name precision, and really stepped it into the next generation of saddle builders. We build over 10,000 trees a year. Um, in a normal year, in a normal market, right now it's roughly about twelve thousand because <laughs> way saddles are wow. selling. Um, yeah, the whole process now uh, we've added. Um, we still build some the old way where you they're still all car. So the wood is all carved out with a CNC machine, so they're very precise. Um, it actually really offends me when someone says your tree is crooked because no, it's not crooked. There's something else going on because of the way it's cut out. He uses a dowel and rod and wood screw system so that if we have, um, say somebody breaks one of our trees, we don't have to tear the whole saddle apart. We can tear apart the section that's broke and replace that bar. And it will be the exact same piece and shape that was in there the first time instead of going, well, I think this was a eight, you know, an, 75 degree, 18, blah, 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 and put it in there right. and make sure it's equal because that tree has a number and we just go back and say, oh, right. we need the right bar. We pull those dowels sure. out and screws and pop it back in. That was all Steve's innovation. So we still make awesome. wood trees covered in rawhide, which is the old traditional way that's been done for a hundred years. We do make a few that's covered in fiberglass. And then now we make trees made out of wood covered with Kevlar. And the Kevlar mm-hmm. makes them extremely strong. Um, we use, we always joke, and we've wanted to make a video of this, but we're afraid people will do it, where you can drive a pickup truck over and it won't break the tree because the Kevlar <laughs> is so strong. Being do not so do this strong, at home. Yes, do not try this at home. Um, <laughs> being so strong, we can do a thinner bar on the saddle so you have a little closer contact to your horse, and it makes the tree a little bit lighter weight than... A ball, a bull hide wrapped would make it a little heavier and sure. thicker. Well, this way you don't have to make it as thick. So it's thinner. You're going to have a little closer contact to your horse. It's indestructible. It won't, you, it can't get wet. It can't, you know, sure. be destroyed really. And so we can offer a lifetime warranty on the tree in those saddles that have the Kevlar tree. The other saddles, That's the trees so come with a 10 year warranty. Yes. And then sure. we are, Famous, famous, famous for our flex tree. And we've had mm-hmm. a flex tree. I'd like to say as well that we are the dominant in the market with flex trees because we've uh-huh. mastered it and we've had such great success and we've been copied over and over and over again and they just can't <laughs> seem to pull it off the other guys. So I like to brag on our flex trees. Um, and then we make it. <laughs> and then we also make a treeless saddle which is far superior than any other treeless on the market. And I will say that because I have had experiences with all the other companies that make them 
and they all have their issues. Ours is far more superior. It's more stable. It's not like riding a bareback pad. You can feel your horse, um, but it has that secure fit where, uh, for example, I was giving riding lessons one day to a girl and she just could not get her horse to do what I was asking her to. So I hopped on. Well, she was in a competitor's treeless saddle and I like to fall off of that sucker when it turned the barrel because the saddle was so twisty and so soft and so bendy. I asked her how she stays in the middle of it. She goes, I just squeeze and hang on to my horse. Well, that was part of the problem. She was riding the saddle, not the horse, and she was trying to stay on. So her horse just could not figure out what she was asking. So when I put a regular saddle on her, she could get the point across better. So ours are reinforced. They're, they're able to be repaired. Um, our competitors are glued together and all that. So there's no repairs. It's very difficult to repair them. But so on trees, that's the gist of it. Um, we do not use raw trees any longer. There's not a raw company out there, I don't believe. And if there was, we wouldn't go back to that. We did have some of our price point saddles with raw and And um, mm-hmm. now they're all in a wood tree. So, so, for the retailers maybe listening or potential retailers, um, can a customer walk in a retailer store, um, look at your saddle, say, you know, I kind of need something custom made for my horse and have a custom saddle made through your retailers? Absolutely. So we do offer um, a vast variety of customizable options for saddles. So say your customer already knows that they need a Josie saddle in a regular tree, but would they want to design it completely themselves? We do have that option. And what they would do was sit down with the retailer, say, I want leopard print, hot pink leather, yada, 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 crystal conchos, whatever it is. They write a whole list, turn it into us. We price out the saddle to them and make sure everything is a go turn it into the retailer at a wholesale price and a retail price. And then they ask the customer, are you willing to pay that? There's that option. We also have the option where, um, and we are getting close to developing all of this. So I don't want to divulge too much information, but we do have the ability coming very soon where you can take a picture of your horse. Right now you can take a picture of your horse's back, email it to our company and they will give you a, general idea of which tree you should go with, but we are developing the next step, which would be you scan your horse's back. Our computer will tell you, you need this tree with this angle and this Uh, bar. And then from there we develop it. Eventually we will have the capacity to build one for a horse's back specifically. That's our end goal. Right. Um, We also do have the capabilities now, if need be, if you have a saddle, that you just love, we can scan it. We need to have the saddle with us. Our computer can scan it. It will take into account the thickness of the leather, the seat, the fleece, and everything. And we can design you a tree off of that. And then it's all hand cut. Sure. Now that comes with a price, but yes, it is all yes. available. Well, let's explain to anybody that may be listening, potential retailer that maybe just doesn't know, Um, the importance of a tree that fits your horse properly. Oh, it is extremely important. Some of the biggest things, though, that just generally people do not think of, the first thing they think of is, oh, the saddle doesn't fit my horse. When it could be the pad 
in between the horse and the saddle is not fitting the scenario you need. Um, you also have typically at least two times of the year, your horse has a different shape seasonally wise. So in the winter, if you're up north, your horse gains weight in the winter, gets a thicker coat in the winter. So your saddle that was fitting this summer is probably not fitting this winter because your horse's conformation has changed. In the summer, they lean down, they are they lose all their hair, they get real lean muscle, they sweat all the time, they're leaner, they're not as plump, they're not retaining as much water and fat as they are in the winter. So at least two times of the year, confirmation-wise, your horse is changing. So to fix that, most of the time, a pad will offset that fit issue. And we make so many different pads that are therapeutic to fit, whether your horse is a swayback or he has a pocket in his wither that there's the saddle bridging, um, or you need a saddle that the, or a pad that the saddle can nest into it because it's rolling on the horse's back if he's real roly poly. Um, so we have several pads that fix that issue. But if it is the saddle is not fitting, there are typically some real quick tests that you can see. And um, then you need to work with a professional a store that has a lot of knowledge on saddle fitting or seek out somebody who has a lot of saddle fitting background that can help you with this. Right. But what I typically do right. when I have somebody that says, okay, I need my saddle fit to my horse is I throw the saddle on the horse's back without a pad and it will tell you everything you need to know. You can reach your hand up under there and you want to have contact but you don't want to have pressure points. So you don't want to have one area that's really tight. And then right behind it, you have a big opening where there's no contact of the saddle. So the bars of the saddle need to make contact evenly all the way through the horse's back. And right. if it's bridging, which means it's touching in two areas, I did a saddle fit last week and they just could not grasp what I was talking about. So I talked to them about if you had a two by four and you had it sitting up on the curb of the sidewalk and down in the street, you have a triangle area underneath that two by four that's not making contact. And all of the weight, if you stood on that two by four, is on the um, curb and on the street. Mm -hmm. And then the, it's going to bow into that vast area and put all those pressure on those two pressure points, which makes it very uncomfortable for the two by four, which in this scenario would be your horse's back. So you would want to pad that area with gravel, other two by fours, whatever to fill that triangle space in. So when you stand on the tri on the two by four now, it's making full contact. All the pressure is evenly distributed from the road to the curb because you filled in that gap. And so when you think about that in saddle fitting, you want the saddle bars to have contact all the way through the horse and right. so he doesn't have one spot right. that's very pressure because that makes sore spots on your horse um they won't want to perform they get grumpy just like you wouldn't want to if your shoes didn't fit yeah exactly and um so important to uh be working alongside uh, a brand that can share their knowledge um with with their retailers and then pass that along to their customers uh, but before I throw it back to Mike, I'd also like to mention uh, the WISA trade shows are now in Texas. 
which is uh, the yes. state that your brand and products are made in. And I'd just love to get your insight on that. Well, we're very excited. Um, you know, we loved coming to Denver, but man, having it in our home state for starters makes it easy for us to transport all our products up there, um, easier for our crew to come up. We can bring more people to the show to help work it. And then, you know, we always love having anything in Texas because <laughs> it's a great state. So, <laughs> but um, we are very well, excited about it. I, I have to say, I live in Colorado. I have been down here in Texas for a month, and I'll, I'll have to agree with you. I've, it's been a very pleasant um, experience with the people of Texas. People of Texas are, yes. are very kind, and I know you all are very, 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 very proud of your state, and there's nothing wrong yes. with that. So, um, exactly, Mike, I know you, you don't use saddles or ride horses or maybe even have a bit, but... Um, I have a two by four that I, I have a two by four that I, yeah, there you closer go. To, closer to after doing this interview. Hey, listen, and I'm sure you watch go. Lonesome Dove and all of that. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would, Casey, Casey and I, I've spent a lot of time around a lot of rodeos and stuff, which leads me to uh-huh. one other topic I want to touch on before we leave. A lot of events that I have been to. Circle Y saddles are the prize saddles. Talk a bit about that part of your business. Okay. Well, we have always done, like you mentioned, a lot of trophy business. And um, we have now started a whole trophy division um, where we have a single person in charge of all of it, promoting all of it, quoting prices and everything. And all this person needs to do or a riding club needs to do is contact Circle Y, and they will get in touch with the trophy division. And we do custom buckles, conchos, we do uh, saddles, we do embroidery on pads, blankets. We even embroider some saddles that are the synthetic. Um, We have all price points. So if your riding club is a little bit nervous because a Circle Y saddle costs $2,500 and you don't think you can afford it for a trophy saddle, we do have saddles that are down in the $700, $800 range that we do quite a bit of business with. Um, We have a buckle company that we work with that does all our customized buckles, customized conchos, nameplates, all kinds of items. And we're not limited to saddles. We have hat cans. We're doing tack boxes. Um, Yeti cups, we do etching. So it's really wide open what we can do. And another big business for us is the mounted patrol police departments and all of that. We make a lot of custom products for the police departments, custom conchos that have their badges and all of that. So that's a whole nother category for us and a whole nother department. That but we, I'm sure they reflect the same craftsmanship, the same care, uh, everything else that absolutely. goes into your other saddles. Uh, this is not just a knockoff line. This is a true no. circle Y line that uh, uh, you spend as much time and interest in satisfying that market. And hopefully, uh, as uh, the uh, uh, the pandemic goes away and there are more rodeos and all sorts of e- events that can uh, use uh, trophy saddles, that that business will begin to pick up as well. Uh, Jill, now that um, we've had this great conversation, I do sense you are on the board of, uh, of WISA, but what does WISA mean uh, to Circle Y? 
you know, it's a good outlet for us. We're all like-minded, a big group where we all have the same goals. We want to be successful. We want our products to sell. Um, WISA gives us that opportunity, not just with the shows, like you said, but with their, their, their backdoor product knowledge as far as the marketing and all of that that goes into it. And it's so well known that if you have any stores that go to markets, you know they're going to the WISA market. And um, it's good to be in the industry with all the other companies. It gives us the contacts. Also, that camaraderie that we're all in this together. <laughs> and I know there are other reps for other companies that I can call and uh, get contacts. I can say, hey, there's a new buyer over at such and such. Do you have their contact mess? You know, have you met with them yet? So it's all just part of being that in that same loop circle of friends, I guess you'd say, that it makes you feel like you're not alone out there, I guess, is the big thing. Well, good. And we, uh, we've we enjoyed having you on the show. I've learned a lot about the technology that is going to go into saddle making. This is not, uh, uh, your, uh, this is not your father's saddle making business, uh, to uh, uh, borrow a phrase, but you're looking at new technology and new ways to improve the product and to serve the customer. That means you're doing that for the retailer as well. That means you're doing that for the horse owner. Um, and that's got to be a great strategy. It, it's been great to be part of working for this company, knowing that we're not just staying with what's always worked. We're always trying to further and make the, the product better, follow the ter- the times, you know, always being updating and trying to be cutting edge and staying the dominant saddle company, tack company in the market. I mean, we build 10,000 saddles a year, so we must be doing something right. I would think you probably are. <laughs> Listen, thanks for your time. Uh, we've thank enjoyed you. talking to you. We've all learned a lot about it. And thanks again so much for being on Wisdom right. by WISA. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. One of the many great podcasts on the Horse Radio Network is Rain In Your Herd, a show produced by April Hardiman and Laura Langfit and targeted to those folks in the business side of the equine industry. Here's more about that show. Hi, I'm April. And I am Laura, and we are the hosts of the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Where we help with building an online presence for your equine business. So this can include online marketing, social media, blogs, YouTube, online memberships, courses, Facebook ads, and websites. We give you the tips you need to dive in on these subjects and also interview other equine business owners who are doing it well. We have a lot of fun doing it. So we hope to see you over on Rain in Your Herd. The show notes and links from today's show can be found by visiting www.wisdombywisa.com. And of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by WISA podcast. WISA, where the industry meets.